Loading. Artist. Audio. Insight. Otcast. Verb. Interview with artists working today. Otcast. Noun. Insights into the work and process. Hello, and welcome to Otcast. I'm your host, Philip J. Mellon. Loading. Artist. Audio. Insight. Caroline. Hello. I see my plants in the background. It's really oh, it's wonderful. I wish um, nice. I wish I could record that because that's really cool. But anywho, um, it, 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 you know, it looks like summer behind you. Doesn't feel like summer. No, that's for sure. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Right there, I can move myself to the. Uh, yeah. So, hello and welcome to Oddcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. You're welcome, Caroline. Thanks for joining me. Um, yeah, so this is great. Um, you know, we've, we've been trying to do this for a little while. And this is um, this is interesting because I feel like I haven't really personally got a, uh, ever had a chance to really talk to you about your work. So so I'm looking forward to it. And um, and I guess I guess let the games begin, as they say. All right, this will be interesting. I'm definitely in a, um, I don't know how to describe it. <clears throat> I will, disclaimer, I'm very tired, so I apologize. Yeah, well, I, I've had... Uh, ramblings. Oh, that's great. Well, that's... But I'm definitely <laughs> in a, in a, a place where I'm, I'm figuring out a lot of things about my work right now, so this is... We could synthesize some things in this conversation. Yeah, it's great. Well, I'm looking forward to that, and I think, um... I've had uh, I've had a weird week myself, so um, so we can uh, um, fumble together or something. Great. But anyway, um, yeah, this is um, this is good, and <clears throat> I guess we'll start with the blank canvas and uh, jump right in. And uh, let me uh, and it's you know it's funny. I've actually thought about my questions, and I think in some way your work is very different from. Um, at least in my mind, from a lot of the, the artists that I've talked to already, um, because I don't, you know, I, I'm sure I'm sure we'll get to that kind of thing, but it, it's not, you know, let's say uh, a traditional studio practice in some way. At least from from my point of view, where you know, my first question I usually start off and say, well, when you uh, create a work, do you use any sketches or preliminary drawings in the process? And you know that 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 I imagine would be true, but I'm uh, interested to find that out based on your work, you know? I actually do a lot of preliminary drawings, but yeah. they're not drawings of a finished piece of work per se. They're more they're more they're more in the line of schematics almost a lot of the time. I do I make a lot of lists. Yeah. I write I write down a lot of words that I'm thinking about. Right. Um and quite often the drawings are there's usually lots of arrows. Yeah, it's yeah. Al it's almost it's almost a way of of literally taking my ideas out of my head and putting them on paper. Right. And then right. making 
concrete visual connections between them. So drawing lines between things, making, you know, drawings of little things and then connecting them to other little, little bits of things. Um, almost like some kind of mind map. Yeah. Yeah. And then a piece often comes out of that. I also tend to have a series of drawings going all the time. Yeah. Um, that are they're they're kind of a work in themselves that is usually parallel to um, three dimensional or performance projects that I'm working on. Yeah, yeah. So the drawings, the drawings function more as I don't know what they function as. They're more like a like a vehicle oh, for refining ideas along the way. Right. If that makes sense. No. I, well, I, to me, it makes sense I, in 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 a way, and um, I I think in some way uh, that the drawings also. Oops, oh, I, did me. I lose you? I don't think so. I can still hear okay. you. Yeah. The video the video froze. So yeah. Yeah. Um, the drawings also tend to be really repetitive, so long series, long as in over a long period of time, I'll make many very similar drawings. Right. Um, but in the work I was, I've been doing most recently, that's been more collaborative performance projects. I've the drawings, the preliminary drawings are very much a tool for for illustrating the the, the structure of a performance. Yeah. Uh, almost in in a similar way to writing a script, except that it's a it's a drawing. Yeah. That well, that's that's pretty neat, and uh, it seems like it would be. Uh, hmm. Uh, I, I don't know if I want to say much more of a. Um, well, I, you know, I don't really know a lot about your uh, your 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 background as far as training, but um, I imagine if if um, if someone were 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 definitely certain that they were going to do something like theater or what have you, then they may approach those sort of uh, preliminary those preliminary drawings or or plans are much different than an artist would that at some point realizes that. A performance, um, per, uh, you know, just performance work is something they want to uh, do. That I guess it applies to their 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 current ideas, so it makes sense at the time. Um, sure. Yeah. So, so it's, my, it, I mean, my background is in sculpture and drawing and printmaking, so I'm coming from a very a very typical visual arts background, and right. now moving more into um, performance and experimental theater. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, while also continuing the some of the other stuff, but thinking more about about creating objects that are intended to be interacted with. Yeah. Not yeah. so much props, um, although I guess they could be called props. Right. Um, but thinking about using objects as as tools for conveying an idea in a way that. Is, is active. I'm not. I'm less interested in a static sculpture that sits in a corner or yeah, yeah. in the middle of a room. I'm more interested in creating these kind of human scale objects that are that the that the, the viewer is actually interacting with. They're picking them up. They're holding them. They're yeah, yeah. You're, you're you know, looking through them. They're talking at them. Yeah, they yeah. On what it is? They're waving them in the air. So um, <laughs> that's exciting because. Um, um, thank you for giving us the permission to actually touch uh, a work of art. <laughs> that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, this 
there have been some some really exciting theater pieces that I've seen recently that have a very powerful interactive element that has made me think a lot about how to engage <sighs> the audience. Yeah, and I that I think that my work too, like my my job work, also has has a hand in that. In that I'm constantly collaborating with people that don't want to be collaborated with. Yeah, yeah. Constantly trying to engage people who don't necessarily agree with what it is that I'm trying to accomplish. Right. So there's this constant there's this constant uh, task of trying to engage people in every aspect of my life lately. So yes, yeah. I think it's a natural a natural place for that that to overlap with my creative work as well. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Um, well, it, it it sounds like it might be sort of a um, well, it, well. I mean, the experience I'm sure it helps. Um, you know, uh, I'm sure you're getting a lot of um, practice. I guess you could call it. Uh, you know, let's say. I mean, there. Based on what you just said, I felt like I heard that there there isn't like this huge uh, difference between, you know, say when you when you you're at your job and and when you're working on your own projects. I mean, do they inform each other? Is that what you're saying? They inform each other because they're both things that I do. Yeah. And you know, they're they're, but they they don't inform each other. Directly, I mean, my my job couldn't be more different than than my creative work in certain ways. I mean, it's I, I work in education. I work with high school kids. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, attempting to reform public education yeah. from the outside. So it's a it's a challenge that that is. I mean, there there are. The main parallels, like I said, are is that there's this there's this constant need to engage people, and there's there's a lot of logistical, um, a lot of logistic planning that happens, you know, trying to figure out who's going to be where and when, and yeah, yeah. Um, that I guess I can equate more to my creative projects than I would have thought before. Right. Just, yeah. The... Um, and there is a lot of scheduling and moving things around and I write ridiculous amounts of things on post-it notes and move those <laughs> post-it notes around. So there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's definitely a similarity in the way that I approach working. Right. Um, but I think that that's in part, I mean, that's the, the there, there are ways, I think we all, I think we all um, fall into habits and routines or we figure out ways that, that work for us to record our ideas and to organize our ideas. And my experience of doing that has, is, you know, is most well formed around my creative work. So then coming into a job that's much more administrative and much more managerial, yeah, um, yeah. that's kind of the only, my only training in organizing ideas and organizing people and information comes from, my creative work so it's been a process I think actually of trying to figure out how to adapt my my skills my yeah my, right you know self-developed systems of organization trying to develop those in a way that they're applicable to this other very different realm yeah 
that um that sounds really exciting and challenging and um um and, and in one sense i i you know what's in my head is is the word like intuition or or something related to that where i, I feel like maybe the creative process is is um at times maybe much more intuitive um than say absolutely yeah absolutely and yeah. then when you have to actually turn it on uh on call you know let's say uh, you know during the day um i imagine that must be quite an adjustment it's challenging <laughs> it is challenging yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. excuse me um yeah, that's really cool to hear, and, and um, yeah, that well, to, to me, it's ex it, it it sounds exciting, um, and of course, I'm not in the position, so you know, I'm from the outside, but um, a anyway, it, it seems like a healthy challenge. Anyway, I, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, as long as I don't have to do it for the rest of my life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. Um, I'm trying to think of what. Um, I don't want to follow my question sheet here verbatim, but, uh, um, well, I guess, uh, you know, picking up on the, the, the creative work again, um, do you use any technology in your work, like photos or the computer at all? I've been using a lot more photography, actually. Yeah. Um, both with the photo being the final product. Right. And with the photo being kind of a, a component of... Um, of another piece, I've been working. I'm working on a series of masks that are that's that are made from photographs of people's faces. So that's one that's one place that that's happening. And I'm also starting to work more with video. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty excited about that. That I'm sounds really, really cool. Excited um, about that. So some, uh, and that's that's definitely a direction that I see my work going in. Yeah. More, um, kind of documenting. Oh, I love that word for you. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to use it first. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> no, but I, I really like, you know, from, from, from my end, I feel like, um, uh, I, I don't, I really don't want to cut you off, but I do feel okay. that, um, you know, from, from, from what I'm doing, I'm like, as of right now, I'm just using paint on a surface, you know? So I look yeah. at your work and I'm and and I'm I you know I have to my my head tilts like huh <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> and I'm challenged by it and then I think part of the real strength of it is that you are documenting um, something whether it's happening whether um, whether it happened or whether it's supposed to happen or whether it's gonna happen and I and I and, and you've done it in, in photograph and you you've made those available for us to see and that's really cool and then. And then for me, I'm I'm really excited by what you're doing because I feel like you know, especially with some of the theater and, and you know performance things you're doing, you know, it, it it to me it makes absolute sense, you know, for for your next step to be video because you're marrying the photo and the performance, and they're just like voila, it's video, <laughs> yay. <laughs> I, I hope so, and it's also a way. I mean, I'm collaboration has is. Is really important to my process. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a person that that thrives in a solitary studio. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think there's 
I think some of the most exciting work that maybe anyone I know has ever made either comes from a collaborative process or after a collaborative process where oh, wow. you know there's yeah. there's some kind of synthesis of ideas or there's some some kind of teaching or learning that takes place during that collaboration that informs the work that comes after right and um, so the performance work is 100% collaborative and it's and it is also really new yeah um, for me so I've learned, even just within the last year, I've been working with a group called Awesome Collective here in Providence. Yeah, right, right. And yeah, it's it's been a pretty pivotal experience for me in the work that I'm wanting to make for myself and the work, the kind of the way that I'm thinking about myself as an artist. Yeah. Um, I think that there, that for a long time I've been looking for... <laughs> some kind of community or looking for looking for some for creative peers but not yeah. really sure even what arena I should be looking for right, right, yeah. you know like working with sculptors or working with photographers <clears throat> or storytellers or um, what have you and um, when I first moved to Providence I was mostly doing doing printmaking um, and I still I still am planning to go back to some of that and that falls me into the into the same category as the drawings that I was talking about. The prints definitely are a part of that yeah, yeah. process. Um, doing etching and letterpress, um, but there's I just lost my train of thought. Oh, so when I but then falling in with Awesome Collective, it's a group of excuse me, it's a group of uh, musicians, playwrights, performers visual artists, social theorists, there's there's all sorts of people that are involved in it. There is a core of more um, permanent members, and then there's, you know, a, a kind of amorphous... Yeah, yeah. In and out kind of... Yeah, the floaters. <laughs> low flow of people, yeah, 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 depending on the project or depending on if people are in town. Um, yeah, yeah, which... I imagine could keep it fresh in, in a good way. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And there's, I mean, the the founding members were um, were in the playwriting master's program at Brown University, so there's definitely an affiliation there with right. other grad students, um, which is exciting because they're they're you know they're working on their work full time while they're in school. So that it, I mean, in a way, has been a challenge because I'm. I don't have the luxury of working full time on my work because yeah, I'm working yeah. full time and trying to also um, <laughs> excuse me be making putting as much as much effort into my creative work as the people who have the time. Yeah, um, yeah. But the it was it was it was like a you know the proverbial light bulb going off when yeah, I was wow. going really deep into this project and kind of started to really see how these you know, this drawing process that I've been using for so long, how it applied to a collaborative performance project, you know, that yeah. I was able to use these, this funny way of organizing information, that I was able to use it with a group of people as a really concise and really clear tool for helping to map out the structure of a performance. And I collaborated really closely with a playwright named Adara Myers, and 
we we kind of tag teamed a script for this project and it was the first time I had ever I had ever written text that was intended to be performed in that way. Yeah, so yeah. that was really exciting. I mean I've always I've always written, you know, things here and there right. kind of as an undercurrent, but never in this kind of context. And then I also performed in a piece. Yeah, with, yeah. Are you, are you speaking of the performance that I saw or Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Mercy, yeah. Brown, Mercy Brown and the Devil's Footprint. Right. Yeah. So that was, you know, that was my 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 debut as I was in a pl- I was in a play in high school. Right. Yeah. But other than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, I would have never known. <laughs> this my my debut as an adult. Yeah. Uh, performer. That sounded dirty, but uh, you know a. Uh, <laughs> uh, that went over my head, but anyway. As an actor that is not a child. Um, yes. Yes. So it was so much fun. It was so much fun, and in and I do owe that in part in large part to the, my collaborators and absolutely to Jeff Hodge, who was the actor performing alongside me. In the oh, program. okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I learned so much from this group of people. Yeah, not only um, for, you know, as as a, as an audience member and a viewer um, of that performance, that you, you know, generally, uh, I, you know, I'm, I am not the avid theater goer, shame on me, but most of the performances that I've seen that, you know, the actors don't move as much as you guys did. And not only did you move a lot, but you, you basically were, were, um, guiding us, um, through the different scenes because they actually held, they were held in different locations throughout that, the, the part, which, right. Yeah. Right. And we're, I mean, there, there's definitely, there's definitely a, a, a trend or I don't know if it's a trend, but there's, there are, there's more uh, kind of these these sorts of roving theater pieces oh, okay. that are yeah, yeah. that are that are happening um, right. in the world of theater. I guess I mean yeah. it's very new to me. It's very new to me. But right. there's um, it's people are wanting to break down these walls of the theater, and they're yeah. in the same way that that there's a lot more I think visual art happening in other contexts than a traditional gallery. Right. Um, so I think there's a, there's absolutely a parallel there, um, but but you're right. We were the the goal was and the biggest challenge in planning the piece was how are we going to get these people to follow us? Yeah, and, yeah, right, right. You know, we and we didn't know until until we started whether or not anybody would. Yeah. We didn't in progress. We did an in progress version of the of the piece in a three story house in Providence. Oh, really? And yeah, we had about tw- I would say about twenty people. Yeah. Um, they came through, but it was actually incredibly difficult to get them to follow us through the house. Yeah, yeah. In a way that made us nervous about the final outdoor performance, but yeah. it was remarkable how easy it was to get everybody to follow us outside. So. Well, it was outside. It was awesome, and, and I feel like um, you know, from from if I if I saw the performance in a house, I mean, th- this is going to be really revealing, but. I wouldn't want to be the first one to take that first step, you know, because he's like, oh, everybody's going to watch me. Like, you know, maybe I'm not supposed to go that way. <laughs> you know, as like someone who, you know, yeah. you almost, you almost, um, you know, in that, say if it was indoors, you, you know, as as an, an audience member, if you started to follow the actors, then, you know, let's say the first couple of people might actually feel like they would become a part of the performance and, and maybe they're too shy to do that. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a good point. You know? That's a good point. We got some feedback about about that. Yeah. Show, but that's not something that we heard, and I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that as a as a reason. Um, yeah, I don't know. There was, uh, um, there was a a feeling of apprehension in yeah, the indoor yeah. piece that didn't seem to happen outside. It was much more clear, I think. That yeah, there, there was fun. It was funny. I mean, I really. Um, you know, th- this is. I really enjoyed talking about this, and I hope this is uh, okay for the listeners because um, you know they obviously. Uh, well, maybe I, I, let's hope that they, everybody that was there is, is actually going to listen to this. So that would be awesome. <laughs> but for those that weren't there, I, I apologize. But and the, there will there will soon be video of the piece up on. The oh, well, that's great. Piece. That's great. Yeah, there will be. It it hasn't been edited together. There's been oh, a lot. Okay. Of, everyone's been really busy since the show in September. So. Yeah. Um, once the video is pieced together in a, a a digestible form, it'll be up on the Austin Collective website, and that'll be linked from my website too, so people will be able to. Yeah. See. Well, there's definitely going to be links to your website at least to, on the blog. So. Um. Yeah, that that sounds really cool, and um. But yeah, I, I guess that that that's that's sort of a dynamic, and I think that it was. I mean, you were you were sort of. Like as an audience member, you had to kind of assume, because um, I, I don't know if the word is prompted, that we were prompted to to follow, to follow you through mm-hmm. the, the different locations, but it wasn't like there wasn't anybody there telling us, okay, follow me, we're, we're walking, we're walking, <laughs> you know. I mean, so you know, there was I, I think including myself. When you guys were walking in, and I'm like, what, if they go too far, we can't hear them. And then you, you kind of look at your neighbor on the left, and you look at the neighbor on the right, and you're like, oh, I guess we better follow them. <laughs> but but that, that's kind of exciting, because then, you know, well, talk about, I think you brought up interaction or interactive, and that that really uh, became that, too, which was kind of cool. There's, there's an element of, of surprise, for sure, that yeah, yeah. is really appealing to me, that I've actually been thinking a lot about as I'm as I'm trying to as I'm doing some writing about what it is that I'm you know what my goals are with these next projects and, yeah yeah and surprise is a huge part of the appeal for me both in performing in that way and also in being an audience member right, um, right yeah because like I said we had no idea if any if it was going to work yeah, and yeah. in a certain way, I feel like we got lucky. You know that there's <laughs> a, a good group of people that were that were up for for this little adventure. Yeah, um, right. But the that 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 little feeling of risk, you know, of yeah. is this going to work or isn't it? How are people going to react? And not knowing, um, and being being active in that experience as opposed to you know i think there's a similar there's a there's always a risk of you know how are people going to respond to this sculpture how are people going to respond to this yeah right but but it's on the floor it's on a pedestal or it's on a wall and you can step back and watch people react yeah but in the thing that that i think became so appealing for me about being a performer in this kind of work is that the people were reacting to me and then I had to react back. Yeah. So, well, there was an exchange. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, 
And there were some moments when audience members were so much more engaged than I ever expected. I mean, there was a there was one point. I don't know if you remember during the um, the shadow puppet scene. Yeah, yeah. At the end, when we came out from behind the screen, and I each of the performers handed a flower to an audience member. Right. And <laughs> I just kind of looked around. Right. Into pretty dark by that point so i was looking around deciding who to, to give my flower to yeah that that actually intrigued me because i was like well how do they decide i mean that that's probably like an unimportant really detail that but what's that i was i was just looking for somebody who looked like they wanted the flower really badly i think yeah yeah and the woman that i gave it to i put i i you know i, I paused and made eye contact and yeah, gave yeah. Her the flower and then started to walk away and she started to follow me Wow, and I'm pretty sure that she would have followed me anywhere. Wow, and it was a it was a pretty profound profound moment of realizing how how effectively we had kept some. I don't know that all of the audience members were as engaged as she was, but right, yeah, that that made it feel really successful. It felt like we had we had really accomplished something yeah, by yeah. by engaging somebody that effectively. That was really an exciting. A very exciting tiny moment yeah right and and um to me um and i and i i i notice as i'm talking to artists in these interviews and i i always um i'm i'm um i'm guilty of using the same words over and over but um my i think one of my new favorite words is organic mm -hmm. and and to me what you just described sounded very organic and and i and i hope that that's not too cliche uh, or or passe at this point of a word to to use. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that you mean that it was, you know, s something that sort of evolved of its own accord as we were. Yeah, yeah. It really, um, you know. I mean, like if there were any prompts, like I said, at all, they were they were they were very subtle, and and you know, y y I think that if anyone was going to get involved they somehow understood that they had a decision to make you know which, which i think is pretty cool yeah but wow <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my goodness the heck with the questions let's keep talking about this <laughs> um, well, can, no what's what's the next question all right I, uh, i'm just i'm being facetious but um now since um at least on my end i i feel like um i feel very uh warm and fuzzy um, let me ask you, when did you fall in love with art or feel you became an artist? I don't know. I mean, I think I've always, I've always made things. I've always written stories. I've always been drawn to all of those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually have somewhere, you know, those, those little, this is so silly, but the, <laughs> When you're in elementary school and you fill out the paper that says what you're going to be when you grow up and, you know, what your yeah, favorite yeah. color is and right, all those yeah, kinds yeah. of things. And I have one from elementary school that says that I wanted to be an author, a gymnast, and an artist. Wow. With the three, the three things that I had listed right, on there. Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely not a gymnast. Yeah. But I... Now, was that I, sort of a... Uh, was that said in a... Um... They sort of first choice, second choice, third choice kind of thing? Or was I think it... that was the order that they were in. Yeah, yeah. I do think so. Um, but like I said, I've always I've always made things. And there's 
always been this this natural excuse me this natural inclination to just use my hands to do things and yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. express things creatively and I've always been really excited about looking at art yeah. and about reading stories and about you know watching films and all, all you know everything that falls into the category of art has always been a huge part of of my life right. for sure um, and then and then it just kind of developed I guess you sort of choose a path I went to art school and that that's just kind of it just kind of kept going I guess there was yeah, right. I don't know and then I, I as I've had different jobs and, and made different decisions about where I wanted to be in my life where I wanted to be in the world um, every time that I'm doing something else I feel like I'm also figuring out how to be making creative yeah, work at yeah. the same time. So I think that that's been a long process for me of realizing, um, realizing where the true, where the true heart of it all lies, if that makes sense. But, you know, having these, these long periods of doubt for right, sure. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, moving away from, from making work and going to, you know, feeling the need for, more security, you know, more financial security or more, more stability in my life. But then also having like my job right now, for example, is very much a, a, a beast of necessity in a certain way. Um, and an experiment in staying in one place for two years and right, yeah. having a very sensible job and helping people do things and having an office and, you know, <laughs> keys to an office and keys to a bathroom and right, yeah, yeah. it's very funny and a part an assigned parking space and these kinds of routines that actually for a time have were really helpful at allowing me the mental space yeah. to focus more on my work because I didn't have to think about you know what my next part-time job was going to be or what my next freelance job was going to be um, but at the same time I've also been able to uh, to develop more trust in myself as an artist um, and kind of just getting myself to a point where I feel like it's time to go all in or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, that until I'm fi I figure out how to be to make the creative work the focus, I'm always going to feel like I have two full-time jobs. Yeah, so yeah. I'm working this job and then also doing other things. So, I mean, I guess that's a really long way of saying that, like, I have always been in love with art and have not always, but I've not always trusted it as the center. Um, but I'm coming back around to that, I think. Yeah. Now. Well, I, um, I, I like um, how, how you brought up the word trust and, I think in um, some way that's um, kind of a special word, and I think um, I'm not 100% I'm not sure um, what that means, you know, but it's definitely something to think about, and, and it's sort of, it's almost like a, like a, like a, a jumping off point to think about, you know, say, say an artist's relationship to, to their work, and, and sometimes it's, you know, sometimes 
either you can't trust it or it can't trust you. And absolutely. And you know, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so that that's that's pretty cool because um, uh, you know, especially through these interviews, a, a, a lot of words have popped up and and uh, they've really become uh, important and and this whole thing uh, is, is based on words, you know, and yet they're attached to what we do, which, um, you know, generally speaking is, is something to look at or maybe something to walk around. It's not, or, you know, or something to be, um, to, uh, to witness or, you know, or, you know, and on and on and on. Um, so yeah. Wherever the heck I was going with that, it just uh, comes, <laughs> comes back. To, comes back to words, which um, I'm, I'm finding that they can. They're, they're not always uh, a pain in the neck. So yeah, no, they're 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 wonderful vehicles. Yeah, yeah. Words. Right. <laughs> um. Let's see. Um. Well, since since um. Since I had so much to say about words, um, and um, this might not be the the perfect time to ask this because we haven't really talked about your work too much yet, but um, let's just um, ruin the surprise and, and uh, um, I want to ask you if you can use three to five words to do, to describe your work. Oh crap! I was supposed to think about those before. This. <laughs> I forgot. Um. Three to five words to describe my work. Now you can you can um, you can sort of focus on one you know um, say whether it's you know let's say you want to describe your 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 performance side you want to describe your um, your you know let's say for lack of a better term your sculpture side or three dimensional side uh, you know the, the objects well, or, I, or I think or even I the photography really they're all they're all one side it's all it's all one thing. Okay. Um, and I think I'm not going to use adjectives. Okay. Yeah. I don't think yeah. um, the words. I mean, the things. I guess to break it down into words, I can tell you that it's definitely it's about learning. Yeah. It's about surprises. Yeah. Um. It's about. I think. I think there's definitely something playful. I hope that people see what I'm doing as playful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think sometimes there is also a seriousness to it, right. for sure, because I do tend to be a serious person at times, and that's part of where this 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 desire for surprise comes from. And this, yeah, yeah. You know, trying to trying to prevent myself from being too serious and trying to to create situations where. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and creating, create just creating playful, playful scenarios that are kind of making fun of themselves, or making fun of me, or making fun of a situation, or, or an idea, or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was more than three to five words, but. Well. Wow. Uh, that that means I have to throw one of the questions out because we're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So w when you say surprise, do you think? Uh, you want the surprise um, to happen to the viewer, or in, in a way, which I I would assume would would be the obvious thing, but you know, 
it's all it's it's also it's also selfish. I mean, I'm looking for things to surprise me. Yeah. Um, I I love being surprised. I love watching other people be surprised. Yeah. yeah. I like. I'm I'm interested in, you know, setting something up that I think might have one effect and. Yeah, you know, right. seeing in reality it has another effect. And by surprise, I'm, you know, I'm not talking like America's Funny Some Videos or, <laughs> or anything like that. Um, but, you know, creating unexpected things, you know, a megaphone that's blocked on one end. Uh, so you have to talk through it, nothing happens. Again, know? again, you, you stole my fire. I wanted to bring that up first, but... <laughs> no, just because, uh, well, it, it, you had said something earlier that I wanted to touch upon, but um, I, go ahead, please. <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's mostly it, but just, you know, simple, simple, uh, creating simple scenarios or, uh, unexpected alterations of seemingly ordinary objects that hopefully will create, will create a situation that's just surprising enough to make somebody think again about the purpose of an object or to yeah. think of, of, think about a situation in a different way or to just have this moment of like, oh, I, w- I wasn't expecting that. Or, <laughs> right. You know, just, you know, it's simple, but but uh, hopefully there's some, some depth to it. Yeah. Well, um, simple, huh? Um, simple. Maybe it's just... Um... Well, I think in this case, I don't think simple is a bad thing. No, I'm or, not. Or, you know, not even, like, even bad is probably a bad word to use, uh, or, or just sim- simple as being, you know, any, even remotely negative. No, I'm, I'm very much interested in, in simplicity and minimalism in yeah, yeah. a lot of ways. I mean, my influences in sculpture and drawing and and all of those more um, more traditional you know visual arts are right. very strongly rooted in a minimalist tradition for sure yeah and that's you know especially maybe let's see how old am I five six years ago that's you know a, most of the work that I was looking at was this very minimal, yeah, very, yeah. very stark even sometimes work. And that has absolutely affected the way that I, that I'm, that I'm looking at things now. And it's, it's also in part about eliminating excess visual noise yeah, or, yeah. or auditory noise for that matter. But, um, and it's also something that, that is important to me when I'm writing as well. There's, you know, it's, it's, and I think I often think about my visual work in the same way that I approach writing and that it's a series of kind of a collection of smaller pieces that are yeah. you know, almost like words that are being assembled together to create some kind of statement or sentence or a paragraph or a phrase yeah. and trying to say as much as I can with as few words as possible yeah. so that there's, you know, things can be concise maybe not maybe not pointing directly at one idea necessarily but but trying to be as concise as i can um and using i think the visual work comes in 
when I'm trying to express things that I can't express in words. Yeah, yeah. Um, but trying to use a similar, a similar process of editing in order to eliminate any extraneous materials or extraneous objects or extraneous anything so that I can get as close to the root of what that idea is yeah, yeah, to try yeah. to, to try to articulate it for myself as much as for other people. Yeah, that, that's really cool. I mean, uh, I, I, I don't know why, uh, that strikes a chord with me right now, for, but for some reason I, I wrote a little bit last night and I haven't written anything in so long and it just, you know, the, the way that like that words can be, um, a material, um, to, to, uh, assemble, you know, assemble together and, and let's say maybe the way a painter would um, use, you know, whether it's uh, pieces of paint or, or strokes or what have you to to um, to try to uh, arrive at something that makes sense that's that's um, a little more necessary than might have been five minutes earlier. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I hope that makes sense because um, just, just um, you know, and, and you said editing, Excuse me. And I think editing sometimes, uh, may, you know, maybe it's just my uh, relationship with it, but it, it, it always appears uh, to be a, a labor-intensive kind of, you know, like you, you know, like let's let's say you start anything, and then you, you know, if, if you're passionate about it, you have a lot of ideas, you get them all out, whether it's in words or, or you know, you know, uh, or anything, I guess, pictures, or if even if you're writing a, a school paper or something, and then you, you get you get the idea out, and then you have to edit it and it's like, oh man! Even with these interviews, that, it's perfect for me to, to talk yeah. about because you know it's like we we're having fun, and then and then once you know the, the conversation's over, I hit stop and I save it, and I'm like, oh man! Now I gotta edit that thing, <laughs> you know, and that that's not fun, <laughs> you know. So um, maybe there's some kind of uh, relationship to that that uh, process too. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, now, I mean, you you said you said minimalism minimalism. And that's, uh, I think, for many, uh, you know, an interesting word, and you know, it points to a lot of um, uh, a lot of interesting, uh, you know, imagery, pictures, or sculptures, or you know, even color sometimes. Um, and maybe, um, I, I guess you said that was um, some time ago that that was really important. Um, not that it's important, not important anymore, but it's well, it was it was definitely a big part of my kind of early 20s art education experience and was a big part of how I learned how to understand sculpture. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, But it's also, like I said, it's so, it's so much, there's, it's so related to even just the way that I try to articulate ideas in general and I guess speaking specifically about writing that there's, yeah, you know, the editing is a process that I actually really enjoy, yeah. and and it's almost like it's almost like a puzzle, you know. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like having a puzzle that has too many pieces, right. but they're all <laughs> the same shape, and deciding which pieces yeah. you keep and which pieces you take out. Right. Um, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, that was a good one. I, I I like that, and I think it, you know it 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 um I think it um. It puts a closer focus on, I think, in what we're we're talking about. Yeah, you know, but I mean, just fitting as... things together and, and making sure it it, it fits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. to use that word twice and within two and a half seconds. But I was very, I mean, I was definitely really influenced by you know people like Rachel Whiteread. Oh yeah. 
Um, Gordon Mata-Clark, I don't know if you would call him a minimalist necessarily, but um, these people working in in simple gestures, you know, making these monumental works based on really simple gestures. I was really interested in that, and I still am for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but lately I'm not, I haven't really been looking at too many visual artists. I've been, I guess I've been looking more at kind of, more at just at people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People and the way that they're interacting with each other and looking at the way I'm interacting with people and yeah. really interested in communication and the ways that we communicate with each other, the ways that we don't communicate with each other. Yeah. I love that you just said that because I really think that your uh, the megaphone piece is so effective and and I know it's sincere because of what you just said. And I didn't, you know, I didn't, you know, um, and, you know, I haven't seen it in person, but you acted it out for us on the website. Yep. You know, in the yep. photographs. And immediately, I think 95% of anybody that looks at that will know exactly what you're trying to say. Thank you very much. You're I welcome. Appreciate yeah, that. no, and, 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 and not only that, <coughs> it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm yeah, glad. Yeah, I'm really yeah. glad. Yeah. And I mean, there's there's an interesting thing that happens when you're actually holding that piece because the the center, you know, the the the, the widest point of the megaphone yeah. is about. Let's see, I can see it from across the room right now. It's maybe ten inches in diameter. Yeah, yeah. Approximately. Um, so when when you're holding it, you know, because there's you know, the two cones stuck together in the middle. So right, yeah. when you're holding, if I was holding one handle and you're holding the other handle, right. we wouldn't be able to see each other's faces. Oh, that's cool. So your face is obscured by the center of the... of the. That's so funny. So that really even... Joint cones. Not so only... Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm getting excited. No, no, no. It's okay. So then, <laughs> and then when... When you try to speak into it, right. the the mouthpiece is small enough that if your mouth is pressed up against it, you're you're pushing your breath into your your cone, and I'm pushing my breath right, into yeah, my yeah. cone, and we're physically you can physically feel the the push of of air against yeah. the other person's, and the sound is just dead in the middle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there is. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was, and that was a surprise. I mean, I made the thing more. Right. Based that that actually started as a drawing. Um, yeah, yeah. Very small drawings. I've have for years. I've been making small drawings on index cards, um, in part because of yeah. Well, I, does that have anything to do with no. the ones that you display on the wall, or or is that something? Yeah. To, oh, okay. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yep. The post they would they're listed at they're they're the postcard series. They're okay. Kind yeah, of ongoing. Yeah. I haven't been doing very many lately, but um, it's a. Uh, a really easy way for me to to get ideas down on small pieces of paper and then just move on to the next one, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Um, but the megaphones started as drawings on index cards, um, just playing around with different configurations of them. There's some drawings that have, you know, seven megaphones stuck together. <laughs> um, wow. But the, and I did make, I made one that was three stuck together Wow. It wasn't as effective. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's that's definitely that that piece and then also the flags yeah. are 
are the, the, the central, they're very central to this, this ongoing sort of series that I'm working on that's about tools for communicating. Right. right. Um, using these really simple tools, altering these really simple tools that are, that are intended for specific use. You know, a megaphone is intended to magnify your voice. Right, yeah, yeah. Using it in a way that it's not able to do that. Um, so I'm, that series is growing right now. I'm making more... The flags? Um, or the megaphone? Well, right now, more megaphones. Oh, okay. Um, so playing around with other ways to alter them. Yeah. Um, you know, one end is blocked, or there's something inside, or the mouthpiece is blocked as opposed to the opening. Um, so... And the next step with that is to have, you know, once I have the quantity that I need, I'm not exactly sure what that quantity is yet, but I'm, yeah. I'm making a much larger set of them, and I'll, there will be multiples of the double cone as well. Um, and oh, I'm interested yeah. in having them in a room and with, you know, as as sort of exhibition, I guess. But yeah, I'm yeah. I'm interested in just letting people play with them and see how people yeah. interact with them, and letting that inform what comes next. Right. And the flags are very much about <coughs> excuse me using so they're nautical flags right um, yeah the there's uh, I did two sets of semaphore flags the you know the they're traditionally used by the navy to signal there's, there's signal flags there's a, an alphabet um, yeah right that is that the um with the movement uh, with the arms or is that Sorry, it, it, I'm sorry, but is that I don't know anything about it, but it, like the, you know, the, the formal way to use them. But is, is that the images of you with, you know, your so arms and, and yes, so oh, okay, okay, that are on the two poles. Yeah. yeah. So they're, I mean, they're they're made of satin. They're very luxurious. They're on yeah, the right. Poles, and I'm signaling out it, you know, from the beach at open ocean. And it's really, it's kind of a like a, few, a futile attempt. It's like a like literal a literal waving your arms in the air trying to communicate with somebody who's yeah. too distant or not listening or yeah. um, not interested. Um, and then there's another set, um, the blue and yellow flags that are, there's multiple blue and yellow flags of different sizes on one cord. And those are um, the, as part of the international code of symbols, that yeah, flag yeah. is used, is raised on a boat. Yeah. If another boat is passing and you want them to stop to communicate with you, right? Yeah, yeah. So stop. I wish to communicate with you. Basically, the idea with that one, um, and making this flag over and over again. It, it that had started with the intention of being a much larger set of flags, um, right? But uh, I stopped when I felt like enough. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, um, I, I'm. Um, I'm a sucker for uh, corny uh, art quotes um, and um, not knowing who said them, but one of them, which I, I, I think is um, pretty interesting, and I'm sure I've said it like at least seven times um, so far through this uh, cast thing, uh, but um, you know, I, it, it can apply to just artwork in general or, or just a specific piece, but there isn't necessarily like sort of um, a finish, but it just simply stops in an interesting place. And you know maybe that maybe you know when you said you don't necessarily know how how many you're gonna make, you, you're just you know w whenever it's um, interesting enough, you stop. <laughs> yeah. Either that, either that, or when I'm really sick of doing it. Yeah, That's true. I, I was I was trying to give you some credit there. <laughs> or or you know it, suddenly it's going 
I've decided it needs to be displayed in a specific spot and then, you know, making enough to fill the space or yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, and that, I think the megaphones will be decided by where that ends, where they end up being displayed. Right. Even in an in-progress setting, you know, as far as how many feels like enough in a room or something. Yeah. Like that. Well, do you think that would depend on the size of the, of the exhibition space and all that kind of thing or? Yeah, and it may, yeah. That, I mean, there's a good chance that'll happen in my apartment, you know, in my... Oh, that's cool. My, my second bedroom slash studio. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, oh, that's or cool. Or dining room, you know? So you so, have to um, RSVP ahead of time to make sure you have enough megaphones made, or...? Possibly. <laughs> possibly. Or is it a B-Y-O-M? <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to be able to, to trick people with my... Yeah, the element of surprise, like you said, right? <laughs> um... Well, yeah, I mean, well, huh? I was just going to say moving forward from that stuff is, I mean, the next the next pieces that I'm working on are more about, more I think about learning and yeah, uh, yeah. teaching and learning. And I mean, that's such a big part of what I'm spending my, my days doing is yeah, right. looking at teaching and learning and um, figuring out ways to express ideas to people. Yeah, um, right. And I'm constantly wanting to learn new things. Yeah. So yeah. using, and so sometimes it's a little bit silly and feeling like, all right, well, I'm trying to learn French right now, so how can I make that a piece? And yeah, right. Thinking about wanting to learn, you know, learning. I, I love to dance and I'm always, you know, it's a, a major, major part of my life is like finding a place to go dancing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Weekends right. or in my bedroom or yeah, when yeah. there's people around or when there's nobody around. Yeah. Me too. Um, but thinking about dancing lessons and, right. and ways of learning. And I've become really interested in, I'm, I'm actually doing learning French with Rosetta Stone right now. Okay. Um, so it's, I'm learning this very social skill in a completely antisocial way and huh. dancing similarly is I mean it's typically a very social activity but I've been looking at instructional dance videos on YouTube yeah right right and that's also a very antisocial way yeah. to learn a very, <laughs> a very social skill um, um, how so interactive does that, that become do you dance while watching or you just kind of soak in the moves or <laughs> Do you dance while watching, or do you just soak in the you know the imagery, the moves? Or? A little bit of both. Okay, yeah, both. yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, <laughs> you gotta you gotta try it both ways. You know? Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm thinking about ways to to play around with those kinds of things, and yeah. you know, looking at, at and I mean YouTube has become such a major force in culture, yeah, and yeah. such a major platform for things like educational videos, as much as you know, awful viral videos of somebody's oh, cat my jumping off yeah, of yeah. something, you know? Right. So thinking about how to play with that. That's that's interesting. And, and I'm, I'm trying to think of the words that, that you said that triggered uh, a thought that... You, you Well, you said something about a social practice. Is, am I wrong? And meaning that, you know, just sort of the yes. French, you know, just language, like speaking to someone. Yep. And yep. then you... Did you say that or... or um, did I misunderstand? Like, you know... Coupling it with something like dance, which is a little different. No, well, I meant that um, learning a language um, because I'm learning a language with Rosetta Stone, the you know the, the computer-based 
program where I'm talking at my computer. Yeah, okay. Um, that, that that's, it's just a very antisocial way of learning a very social skill. And then thinking about these instructional dance videos in the same way. Yeah, right, right. I've wow. also been doing yoga videos and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then also doing yoga in yoga classes and then just the contrast and experience there. Yeah. Uh, thinking about solitary and huh. and social experiences. And that even, that just makes me think too about these, you know, the collaborative projects and then living alone, coming home and doing these. these yeah, things. right. This so, is amazing yeah. Uh, contrast. Yeah. You know, and um, I think that there's a, there's a real... Uh, trick to to um you know make it a little more more gray like to to you know in, in a way that you would um you know have them you know sort of mesh together a little bit better and right. that's um that sounds like a challenge and and um you know hopefully i'm not misunderstanding you but it seems like that's what you want to do like you know, i mean you always work with uh, communication you know um <laughs> and um the one thing I thought was interesting, especially about the photographs of you with um, the flags on the beach, it's like, um, you know, obviously you're communicating, but you're all, you know, because there, there are a few, there's there's got to be at least three to five of them, right, up, up on the website? And if you think about it in a way that, you know, if you flip through the photographs, I mean, if you flip through them, I'm not sure how fast you can possibly click that little, you know, the, the, the next, uh, the word next, but you can make that into a, a dance, really. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe yeah. that's just, you know, just me. But I think that's part of it. And it may, maybe it's a subconscious. But, um, you yeah, know. That's interesting. Yeah. That's definitely interesting. I hadn't really connected the movement with that. Maybe because they are still, the flags are still photographs and I haven't performed. Right. At all with those, or I haven't, I haven't had those in an interactive setting yet, which is something that I, that I do want to do. I want yeah, to be able yeah. to play with those. What I think is interesting, and it, it, um, it, it's it's always on my mind, is the idea of of a website and what it what it you know what it is, what it isn't, or what you know what it what it could be or what it wants to be, anything like that. And to me, um, I think you handle your website pretty in a pretty interesting way because it almost seems like it, it it's a it's a website. You know, oh okay, you know, check out my artist website. Here's my card. Like, check out my work. You know. And to me, your website's different because it, it you know, I, I feel like you could you could leave me with as, as little as little information as possible, except for your business card with your you know your web address on there. And I would you know come home and try to you know you know probably be a little upset at you for making me type out that long URL, you know. And I, know. I mean, I I'm just it. I'm just being no, I'm not I'm I'm being fresh, right? <laughs> you know. It's not yours in particular, but um, and then when I got there, I would look and see a lot of photographs and thinking. Well, you know, not only these um, photographs, you know, I shouldn't even say photographs because they're not physical, but like, you know, images are, they're, they're, um, they, they are the work, but they also document the work at the same time. Mm -hmm. So to me, it, you know, it, it, it's a documentary website, which I think is awesome. Well, thanks. And it's different, you know, because I mean, mm -hmm. especially for me who, you know, all day I'm, I'm looking at paintings and I'm like, you know, and and of course it's flat on the screen and but in in the back of my mind I think, you know, there's a possibility that I'm going to see that physical thing someday. 
Right. And I know it's paint, and I know it's on canvas or whatever. It's wrapped around stretchers, or it's a collage, and it, and, you know, it's physical. Like I'm, I'm sure I could peel back some of those layers, and you know, but with, with uh, a, a photograph of, 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 um, you know, the formation of your arms or whatever. I mean, it doesn't even have to be that. It could be, you know, holding the megaphone. I mean, that, that's, that is the work, but it's about the work at the same time. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? I hope. Absolutely. No, it's and it's actually it's actually a uh it's a great insight for sure. Yeah, there's a I, there I have been thinking just thinking about the fact too that those I mean that there's the objects. Right. The, you know, the things like the flags and the megaphones, but that they're that I don't see them as being a complete piece until somebody is holding them right in, in yeah some way. Okay. they're activated they be activated by right it's awesome <laughs> finished yeah i'm sorry i just laughed over your uh, speaking there that's okay yeah yeah no it's just funny because um you know i think it was probably about um i don't know um a few minutes ago you had said something about you know you brought up the idea of the object and um somehow somehow saying you know, in my, for me to summarize what you said, basically that the the megaphone piece is not only a work of art, but it, it it's closer to a prop than we think it is. Yet, it isn't a prop alone. Right. Which is interesting. Yeah. So it's um, you know, I mean, I joked and I said, "Wow, thank you for making art that we can touch," you know, and. But it, it it really behaves in a different way, and it, it exists in a different way. I mean, it's a handcrafted thing or, or a hand manipulated thing. I mean, you know, um, it you know it, it's um, you know, and it's funny because it's it's white, and it, it and, and if you don't look too closely, you almost think it's made out of paper. You know, it is. Oh, it is. Yep, it's well, it's paper. That that one is is paper that's then paper macheed. Oh, okay. And then spackled. Oh, right. And then spray painted it's sanded so that it's really smooth and spray painted with a matte wow. white spray paint and then the handles are paper oh really wow see the handle to, to me was it's, it's heavy paper it's really heavy paper. no but like it, it's it's so deceiving because i thought if anything that those handles were metal because they look oh, like no, they're, like they're cardboard oh great <laughs> wow that's 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 amazing well, the, yeah, the, the trickery of the internet. <laughs> a super heavyweight map board almost. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, wow, I mean, I think, um, you know, it, it's just interesting to talk about um, your ideas and how they attach themselves to the objects, you know? And I feel like um, they're, 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 they're two very uh, different things they're 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 equally as like important or strong and somehow they exist like they come together you know i mean the idea and the object is with, with you know without you can't have one without the other and i think in your work which i think is really really important and really really interesting you know and and um and um somehow valuable and entertaining at the same time you know um, Thanks. Well, no, I'm just excited by you know. I mean, I, this whole like <laughs> this whole uh, sort of uh, performance thing is new to me because you know I'm still stuck in the dark ages. I'm painting on canvas, you know, and like we I'm by myself, yay, <laughs> you know. So it's uh, it's interesting and um, um, you know just the idea of how 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 is something presented? How is anything presented that 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 is made at all? 
you know mm-hmm. um it, it's interesting and i think that like your um your work is still you know it's still very much a made thing but it's it's so much more functional and I wonder, I mean, I do think in a way I am, as I'm thinking more about video and more performance, there is definitely a chance that there, that I'll stop making objects. Right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I don't feel compelled to create more stuff, you know, the, which is where I, I do feel like the, I mean, the objects have a very specific purpose and they're being used in a very specific way. Right. So yeah. they're not. It's not for the sake of the object. It's for the sake of articulating an idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I am really interested in artists like Tino Segal, for example, who's doing performance work that, I mean, he he doesn't even sign a paper contract. He, he doesn't want to create any new objects of any kind yeah, yeah. in the world as a result of his work. So right. everything that he's doing is with the body and with yeah. human interaction and with right. conversation. And I'm really interested in that and how powerful that can be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and how that can create, how creating an experience for somebody, I think, right. is even more, poten- potentially more lasting than an object. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, there, there's, um, there's been, there's been um, something in the back of my mind that I'm trying so hard not to do um, because I felt like... Um, uh, yesterday I read a pretty disturbing article about art, you know, a specific artist who, who will remain nameless. Um, and um, there was so much said about the work that it took out all of the, the, the even remote possibility of there being any mystery to it whatsoever. That, wait, did that make any sense? Like, it, it, it just removed all of any possibility for an experience mm-hmm. that it that it even um, barely had a chance of anyway. So, so I've been afraid, um, to be honest, of doing that. Like in talking with you about your work, because um, it really it really is rich in like content, and it's really the I think the you know it's amazing because a lot of your work is about communication and here here we are you and i talking about communication mm-hmm. and and at the same time we're communicating about communication about your work which is about communication <laughs> and because of that communication it is sparking a great conversation and it's it just helping me understand what you're doing so much more than I than I understood ten minutes ago. Great. Yeah. So, um, and it's funny because and and the thing is, this is not that I feel like I arrived at the absolute meaning of what you're doing. It's just that I arrived at um, what it means to me. That yeah, and I and I don't think that I know exactly what it is that I'm doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm doing it so that I can figure out why I'm doing it. Exactly. <laughs> it's all a process of it's all a process of learning. Right, right. The whole thing. The whole thing. Um 
So no, I think that um, one of the things that I definitely want to ask you, and it, it's sort of um, maybe a bit of a detour, but um, uh, I think it's important, and I think we touched upon some of it. But how do you feel the computer, or the internet, helps or hurts an artist? I think it can be a valuable tool. I think sometimes it's really distracting. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of trash on the internet. <laughs> it's easy to get sucked in. Like right, yeah. how I watched way too many episodes of Grey's Anatomy on Netflix last week. All right. Prompt, which prompted me to cancel Netflix so that I can't do that anymore. <laughs> All right. Wow. Um, so that way, I think it's it can be a bad thing just because it's, I mean, it can be a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I mean, it's such a wealth of information. Right. And it's also a really incredible vehicle right. for reaching people and for communicating with people that you that we would never be able to meet otherwise. Exactly. Um, and it it makes the world so much smaller. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that that's had a pretty profound effect on art making and on conversations about art. And, right. And on the accessibility of of different different types of, of, of art, you know, that yeah. we're able to see we're able to immediately see work that people are making in China. Yeah, it's amazing. The day after something opens, we can see pictures of something. Whereas, you know, it wasn't that long ago that it would we'd have to wait for, for a to magazine come. to come out or we'd have to wait for, you know it would be and it also it also allows for a for much less, I mean, as much as the art world is still very, very dominated, you know, by certain galleries or by people with certain amounts of money or opinions or critics or whatever, but because the internet is accessible to all of us, we can, I mean, everyone can be a critic and everyone yeah, can yeah. be an artist and everyone can show their work somewhere. Right. And I think that's pretty incredible. For sure. So, in that way, it's absolutely one, and and it's a it can be a, a I think it's an interesting new medium in and of itself. That right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have the skills to really use yet, but I'm 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 hoping to learn more about about how to how to use the internet itself. You know, with web based yeah. work and things like that. With I'm sorry. With what? With web, I'm definitely interested in web based projects. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Too. Yeah. There's um. You know, I um, I really um, I'm interested in that uh, as far as like admiring it or 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 um, or or being enamored by what I what little I've seen, uh, and I certainly um, don't know of um, of uh, uh, you know I'm sure even the half of what's being done, but as a as a sort of uh, slightly slightly above casual internet user. Mm. Um, I don't really think that there's like a lot of it happening um, based on the fact that there probably should be. I'm, I'm not an expert. No, no, I'm just I'm, like, that's just my, my opinion or observation and, 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 uh, and hope that, you know, um, that, you know, it, it would, and I, and I think I've said this before, uh, almost, almost to a T that, um, you know, I wonder, uh, if, if, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll be used in a way that, you know, say I would use paint. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think there are more people doing, doing 
experiments with the internet. <coughs> Excuse me, yeah. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I mean, it, it's got to happen. And I'm sure a lot of it's already happening, and I just I just haven't yeah, seen it for yet. Yeah, sure, for sure. But um, yeah, it's, it's interesting, and, and you know, it's 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 exciting to think that there there still is so much potential for it. Um, you know, it, well, it changes every day. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm trying to think, where do we go from here? Um, I have something I really like to ask you, but I don't think everyone's um, always prepared for this kind of thing. Um, well, how about this? I actually, I only have a couple more minutes. Oh, okay. No, that's um, totally fine. So if you want to, I mean, you can ask whatever you want, but if you want to... It might be the last one, huh? One, if you have one that's burning. Wow, this sucks. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, we can talk hmm. again. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I put some programs on my new computer. What's that? I have to go get some programs from a friend for my computer. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, well, let me ask one that I think might be... I think this one... Uh, there's really only two more, and, and one of them... Well, there's three more, but uh, I guess this is probably the better one to ask. And how, um, how do you get yourself out of creative block? I don't know. Yeah. I think I just wait. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a very good answer, but um, I don't force it. I do other things. Yeah, yeah. I go dancing more often. I talk to friends. I read. I I kind of, I try not to put undue pressure on myself. Yeah, yeah. Because it just makes me frustrated. So I just try to take, take in right, more. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, you can, you know, you can kind of like, um, you know, sort of, uh, yeah, because I mean, well, you know, making things, it, it seems to be su such an activity that you're always, you know, if you make something, generally you're producing something. And, exactly. And uh, you can't just keep producing, then you become so empty that, right. you know. Right, it's kind of a, it's like, it's like eating, you know, yeah, you yeah. got to take, take it in and then, and then put it back out. Yeah, which is, which <laughs> I, I wish you didn't. You didn't go there during the recorded interview because that's that that imagery is uh, not a good closing for the interview. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean no, no, I love it. I think it's funny. It's perfect because uh, <laughs> because um, um, well, heck, so, so I, I you know um, I just titled one of my paintings. Um, uh, Sometimes life is a steaming pile of poop, and um, I'm not sure that I'm going to publish that anywhere, but. That just, uh, that's just uh, my humor. Um, so I just want to thank you, Caroline Doherty, for, uh, for uh, sitting and chatting. Absolutely. Yeah. It was and, my pleasure. Yeah, and definitely. Um, thank you for being interested. Oh, no problem at all. Um, just for uh, the sake of formality, uh, your website is, did you want to uh, let us know? Sure, it is www.carolinedohertystudio.com. Yes. And there will be new work up there very soon. So. Yeah, that, that sounds exciting. Um, yeah. So, again, well, have a good night and, and you too. Uh, uh, talk to you soon. Yeah, take care. All right. This has been Artcast. Thank you from me, your host, Philip J. Mellon. Keep the dialogue going. <laughs>